0: Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 158 of Welcome Home a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. Damon, you, you you're tre- ruining my little opening here by breathing into the microphone. Yeah, I'd like to do that.
1: <laughs> um what are
0: You do it. I'm still
1: I'm still like sickly recovering, so you know, you get what you get.
0: All right, that's fair. That's fair. You got some um, headphones and you can actually hear us now, so, right?
1: I I I like these headphones a lot, Tom. They are definitely nice.
0: Good. Good, good. I'm yeah, glad. I, I, I like
1: them. <laughs> I and see now you, you made me lose my train of thought though. I was we going to say, gonna say. <laughs> I don't remember now. Oh well.
0: Oh well. Well.
1: <laughs> oh I no, I know what I was going to say. I said, is episode like 175 important? Like I don't know. Is
2: that a good mi- is that is a that, milestone? I don't know. That's what I was kind of thinking about. Well, I mean, I I, I would think it's more like cuz we we started in April, right? So, is yeah. this our fourth or fifth year? That no, it's be fifth
0: on? year. This will be fifth year, a, crazy enough, year. right?
2: And I mean, and we have the meetup already, which you know yeah. it's kind of appropriate that we'll
0: be doing it in May. Yeah, I guess that's kind of like a de facto five year anniversary party in a little in a weird way, right? I didn't even think yeah. about it that way, but it kind of. I mean, it's a little bit after five years, but yeah, yeah. Wait, but episode, but you know, it
2: should. Sorry, go ahead.
1: I was going to say episode two hundred is going to be around Christmas, huh? Well, let's
0: see. Yeah, I mean, it's what something we like do, that. Yeah, yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah.
1: Well, I think the problem is is that the waitlist I feel like should have been numbered. That's just me, though.
0: <laughs> Do you want me to? I can start numbering them if you want. I mean, we could start. No, well, no. But- the
1: problem is is that it would have already impacted the episode numbers,
2: though.
0: Yeah, it, th- well, it throws off the historical count, right? Yeah,
1: yeah I feel like really episode two hundred should be sooner. But how many waitlists have we done?
0: Not uh, that, many. like five, maybe I think. Okay you remember the whole thing started as when we were doing shows every two weeks, we were trying to do an in-betweener like for the weeks in between.
2: Yeah. And then yeah. that
0: was how it started. And then, then it turned into like, whenever we weren't available, we were going to do one. So yep. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we were just talking about, uh, Damon and I are dealing with some weather here, but, uh, anybody in the, in the South, I think, uh, is dealing with it too, right? I mean, I think it's, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, it's all over the
1: place. I'm just, uh, again, knock on wood, I'm glad we still have electricity.
0: Yeah, I've been worried about that too.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had a look up on how to start my fireplace, my gas fireplace with batteries, should it have come down to that.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll be <laughs> awesome. Well, at least you'll have that. Yeah, at least you'll yeah. have that if you need
1: yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that, that was definitely a benefit should that happen.
0: And but I think it was
1: like, I think the fact that I charged up all my chargers and got everything prepared, left some water in the uh, tub just in case you need to flush twice because I did all of that, the power won't go out. So that's the way it always works. So you have to <laughs> do all that stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, meanwhile, Trevor's <laughs> up there laughing at us at, uh, you know, for, for, uh, yeah, interesting. No, <laughs> I mean,
1: li- listen, here's the thing though, Trevor, like if we yeah. both didn't live in New Jersey yeah. before then, yeah. Okay. But like, we know what snow is like, like, look, uh, One of our craziest snows in New Jersey, I mean, it's still like three feet. Like, it's not like we don't know what snow is. We still know what snow is.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I know. It's, it's just uh, like, I get it that, yeah, the area you live in, it, it's, uh, it's a very unusual thing. So, you know, the like infrastructure is not prepared for it. People, it's not like you go to Home Depot and they have all the like winter stuff. Like here, it's like you can buy buckets of salt and all that stuff without having to think twice about it. And no, sorry. I just, I just find it is just amusing as all because yeah, you know, you're, you're talking about, Oh yeah, we got a bit of ice. And and I'm thinking to myself, like before Christmas, I actually walked walking out to my mailbox. I fell and and, like I, I I cracked my hand on the ice and, but that's just like a normal thing at this point. Like it happened and I just kind of got up and kept going, but like you, you don't think about how, I I guess, like, for most people, that's not a normal thing. But to me, it's like, yeah, you know, every winter, it's just like this.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And again, like, we've been through a lot of winters in New Jersey where it was pretty bad as well, like, in terms of that ice and craziness. It's actually one of the reasons we left New Jersey is my wife is not about that ice situation. So, (laughs) yeah, that's why we ended up leaving.
0: Well, I always, you know, I was talking to my wife about this because, uh, you know, if you go, if you drive up the Turnpike in New Jersey, you drive by these gigantic silos filled with salt. Yeah, right? salt. Like, yeah. yeah huge things of salt. Because it, it was like down here in North Carolina, they just like they put this like salt brine on the road. We don't even have like salt to like put down on the roads. And it's like we don't have those giant silos filled with salt. You know, like this yep. is not a thing we have here. So,
2: <laughs> Yeah. yeah. The, so that they just hope that it'll melt and they don't care about whether or not you actually. And, and it, it
0: will because,
1: it will, look, yeah. it's
2: going to be 45
1: at four o'clock today. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll be fine come the end of the day. It's just, you know, you have half a day of nonsense. So
0: like the last time we had significant snow, I think we got like one or two inches and it was on the ground for like maybe three hours. Then it was melted by the afternoon. So
1: (laughs) yeah, that was, we had that last year a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. At least. Yeah.
1: yeah, I I believe it was last year. I mean, we've had a snow down here where we went slang for two days, but that was probably about five years ago, maybe six at this point.
0: Yeah, I saw somebody post on one of my local Facebook groups looking for a sled, and it's like, Are you new here?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. By four o'clock, it's gone. Sorry. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But anyway,
2: just to, you know, I I get you and your wife's point, Damon, about, you know, wanting to move somewhere without the snow. I Mm -hmm. wish I could do the same, but, or well, I would have to leave Canada, is the problem. And like moving internationally (laughs) is such a, like, it's, it's not worth it. <laughs> so.
1: I, I have a friend that actually was in um, outside of Quebec and now lives in Chicago. So, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, it I, took him I a know it happens to all do the it. time. It's just, but yeah, it's I, I would have to, you know, find find a job. You know, yeah,
1: yeah, I think I think that was his big thing is he had a PhD in sociology and marketing, and there was just more opportunity here. He works in the marketing entertainment industry.
2: Yeah, it makes sense. Music. Yeah. So.
0: All right. Well, anyway, yeah. I, I guess <laughs> enough
2: about snow and stuff. You know, sorry you guys are having to deal with it, but.
0: Uh, we hope everybody out there stays safe that's dealing with snow because I think a lot of the United States is dealing with snow. And Trevor, of course, you're pretty much always dealing with snow for <laughs> most of are, the year, but right? So. Funny enough, we. Uh,
2: I think I. Have I mentioned Chinooks to you guys before?
0: Yeah, I think you have. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. so we're. This last week we've actually been in the middle of a Chinook and it's been, it's actually been warm enough that, that snow has been starting to melt. But the funny thing is, is because we have so much snow, it's, um, it's not that it just melts and goes away. It's, it becomes very, uh, um, loose. So like driving and just walking through it, it just, it's kind of like walking in, um, in a swamp almost oh oh, <laughs> yeah okay. so so it's not that we actually get a break from it it just makes it worse and then it'll freeze again and then it's all uneven and everything so
0: <laughs> jeez, yeah that's it'll be that's, fine that's crazy yeah
2: well the, the the show was was
1: thought to be short but we're very talkative today for some reason right <laughs> Well, we always think we're we don't have a lot of listener questions though but that's what we're going to kick into next really without dan we ha- would have none this because, isn't
2: even a question it's more of just but, a but, statement. but
1: hold on just before you know we have to let francisco know that we took his and stuck it in our new file for waitlist because it was so good it wasn't a it wasn't a disrespectful pull of the question it's just man i, I didn't want to i have to do figment justice
0: yeah is it's a da- it, uh, not Dana? francisco asked about a, a, a figment movie what a figment movie would look like right or, or and, and, and what kind of like yeah
2: good yeah so so that's definitely something we want to explore deeper so the next time do a waitlist episode we'll look at talking yeah, through that yeah. one that would be fun actually
0: we just got to so, remember that we made a list of topics
1: <laughs> I, I think this time we'll remember we'll remember yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah so dan h gives us the movie talk P- pixar again gets snubbed with seeing red being a disney plus streaming only release and marvel and marvel accounted for more than 30 percent of the 2021 box office sales with their four releases um, okay, the wording on this is is a little hurtful, yeah. but all
2: right, so, that's fine. So, is this uh, saying that that Pixar got the sh- or okay, Pixar got sh- the short end, and then yep. but then I don't get the part about Marvel. I think it's well, just like, hey, so
1: Marvel accounted for this much of their money with their four releases as a secondary statement. So let, let's look at each one of them, right? Yeah. Okay, let's look at the Marvel one first. Okay, so Marvel accounted for more. I mean. It, it makes sense, yeah, especially with box office sales. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something: Boba Fett is fire at the end of the day, right? So, oh, yeah, but yeah. We're, he really not could, even I haven't
0: watched it yet. I really got to watch it.
1: No, no, no. What what I'm saying is, is that since we're talking about box office, we're leaning towards Marvel because the good stuff of Star Wars is not box office anymore. Yeah. Mm, right. So you know, Boba Fett, which could have been wow, that would have been interesting uh, box office movie but it's doing very well in disney plus it you know what else is really going out there in the box office i mean obviously marvel is going to account for a lot of it because what else is actually getting released out there
0: yeah i think there's a lot of noise around around the pixar movies going to disney plus but i also think that there's just not a market for kids movies right now in the theaters you know what i mean like it's kids are not really going to the theaters like they were in Marvel movies, you know, get kids and they get adults. But like, if you look at just the market in general, like there's just not a lot of kids movies in the theaters right now because of, you know, COVID ongoing. And
1: so. I, I would, I would agree. I, I was, I was coming around a very long way to get to that. Okay. <laughs> but I think it was going to take <laughs> me longer than what Tom just said. But yeah. yes. And look, here's the thing. I mean, with Pixar getting a Disney plus streaming release, like why is that bad? Like it, it's, being said like it's bad like i'm i mean maybe from a a money standpoint of the actors actresses but how many of them really have anything in their contracts about percentages these days and i'm sure after that whole debacle i'm sure none of them do so what does it really matter i mean i'm happy about this i mean as a consumer i'm happy because i'm not trying to go to the movies everybody right like I had a theater built in um, my house. Now I had one in my old house cause I don't like going to the theater. So I'm good. I'm happy about this.
2: Yeah. I, I think that you're right. The the thing is, is that there, there is, um, there is a shift in mentality happening around streaming services versus box office. And, and it was always seen as um, I, I guess the impression is, is y- something coming to Disney plus is the same as like the old uh, direct to VHS movies Hmm, that come out in the 90s right like not you're right yeah absolutely like like everyone treats it like oh you know these are the you know you know the the cheap shows that you know you know you're you're just desperate to rent something on a friday night at blockbuster right
1: and 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 trevor i would say is that i mean don't you think that the mandalorian and grogu was at least equal to marvel's releases during the year that we saw the mandalorian like in terms of buzz and hype
2: yeah, I mean, it, you're right. The, the the thing is, is that, you know, D- Disney Plus is as much of a publicity and marketing tool as them releasing stuff in the box office, because you still see people talking about they've still done the premium releases on Disney Plus I've, as well. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I know seen... that, that's that's a bit of another topic, but it, but it still shows that, you know, it's I don't think Whoa. people realize exactly how big Disney Plus really is. <laughs>
1: And yeah, it's one of those things. It's like, you know, going into Costco and buying, you know, the hot dog there, right? Like, I feel like a lot of this is just buzzed. Look, at the end of the day, I saw more memes about Grogu than I did about Marvel stuff that year, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it just, there is something to be said about, you know, Disney Plus being this giant of entertainment, and and it is like I said, Boba Fett, Mandalorian. I mean, I love a lot of shows on Disney Plus. And when it comes down to it, I would say that probably movies and series from Disney Plus is starting to supersede what I watch. Maybe on Netflix. Look, was there anything bigger than Squid Games? No. I mean, it was great. And I, you know,
2: yeah, and, not last year. No.
1: But. No. And I'll tell you the truth. And I was excited that it was one of those shows that I was like, I watched the first day with like no hype at that point yet. But Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot that I watch on Disney Plus. I mean, a lot of series. Like I love Big Shot. Like I love the Mighty Ducks. Like there's just there's a lot going on at Disney Plus that I think that it's bigger, like you said, Trevor, than than people kind of give it credit for at this point.
2: So I'll I'll use actually Encanto as a good example of that. Oh, that's great. That's where I was going to go. Good example. Yep. Yeah, because because you know, Encanto came out in theaters. And everyone, you know, you know, there was there was that buzz around it, but nobody really talked about. It. Like it came nobody out, nobody talked about it, and, and it was kind of like, I think, I think, uh, I think uh, this is what happens. A lot of people went, oh, okay, you know, I'm not going to the theater right now, you know, whatever. I'll wait for it to come out. And then when it hit Disney Plus, it was like, oh my gosh, like there all was we heard so, about. yeah, there there was so much. Like everyone's talking about the songs. They were talking about how good it was, and it's like, well, I wasn't talking about how good it was. <laughs> I, well. I know but well everyone has their opinions and that's fair but <laughs> but it's but it the hype like went through the roof when it hit it Disney did. plus so so you yeah. know a- everyone talking about how like oh well you know Pixar they're only coming out on Disney plus you know I get the feeling you know Dis- Disney can still pay people if shows come out on Disney plus. Like- and, and that's, yeah. And that's the big thing. I mean, at the end of the day,
1: like it's funny, everyone's complaining about, they feel sometimes that's not everybody, but a fair amount of people complain about Disney being greedy. Right. Mm-hmm. But then you're mad that you're saying Pixar's getting snubbed. Like you, you can't have it both ways. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like, if they're going to release seeing red and everyone's happy about it and every, all the actors and actresses and voice work people and everyone else is getting paid and no one has a real percentage of the movie sales besides Disney. I guess the only thing that you could possibly say is that, does it hurt the theaters? Yeah, maybe it does a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, I think theaters are a dying
2: industry right now
1: with the pandemic regardless.
2: Yeah, there's a a bigger problem there than just disney deciding to use their own platform (laughs) absolutely (laughs)
0: because they're not the only ones doing it you know warner's doing it you know uh we got hbo plus
1: though right so i mean i paramount
0: plus yeah uh, i don't have paramount
1: plus yet but i'm like i i'm gonna have to for fresh prints like there's just no way i don't get it for fresh prints but yeah i i feel like this is is not necessarily a big deal and and i'm happy and now talking about seeing red I, i go back and forth about how i feel about this but I finally finished Raya. I had only watched half of it for some reason, and mm-hmm. then we kind of because you know what the the boys had no interest. The older boys they were like yeah ah, whatever, and then we kind of stopped watching it. And I went back and watched that, and I really enjoyed. I really really enjoyed that.
2: It's um, funny because I actually didn't like it as much as I liked Encanto. <laughs> oh, no, that's funny. Yeah, it's preferences, yeah. you know. Yeah, and and yeah. I'm I, I'm kind of on the fence about this
1: in terms of a movie release, but you know there There's not a lot coming out next year. I don't know if we're finally hitting, right? because there obviously well, was this gap where people didn't work right when Covid first started and And I'm wondering if that's where we're right now, two years later, that's what we're seeing the effects of
0: well. And, you know, to your point, to everybody's point, just to go back to what you're saying before, I didn't see anything on Facebook or social media about Encanto until it came out on Disney Plus, right? Like then all of a sudden, yep. we're inundated with Encanto memes and, you know, posts and like, so yeah, and, but I think what this comes down to is... I, I don't know. Have you guys ever watched the Pixar story, the documentary about like how Pixar started? And no, all that?
1: that's nerd stuff. I don't watch
0: it. <laughs> okay, well, it's re- it's really good. But anyway, I, you know, there's a clip in that that I come back to that I think of where there they have the whole company together like in the atrium of their building, and they're reading off like after like after the first weekend of one of the movies coming out, they're reading off what the box office totals are, and everyone's like celebrating and you know okay. congratulating each other, and they're celebrating. So I almost feel like it's a it's a company thing where they, the box office totals became a measure of how good something they were doing was. You know what sure, I mean? But, but
1: did you hear what you just said though? You said they all came together, which yeah, they're yeah, not yeah, anymore. Yeah. Right? Which they're not. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> as it, as a team building, I totally get that, yeah, but yeah. that's just not the way the world is now, so
0: yeah, I, I, look i I also don't put a lot of stock in these articles about people like being like maybe like there's one animator that's like salty about it that like told a reporter about it, right, like it's yeah. the whole company mad about it as a, as a consumer, I, I'm happy, and yeah, me too, yeah one
1: that's talking about it is consumers, so why are you not happy
2: I, I, and and you know the, the interesting thing is so like just talking back about your the whole box office thing. I can see that conversation turning to, you know, you know, the measure is no longer how well something does in the box office, but kind of like squid game was, you know, are you number one on the platform? Right. Like, like, you know, you know, that's as much of a valid comparison, you know, being the most popular show on
1: Disney plus where's the money on being the most pop, like from squid game, right? Like where did that money come from? And I think that what we, we tend to forget in terms of a movie like, you know, Squid Games versus a Pixar movie is that there's this huge conglomerate of money licensing, right? Like they always say that, you know, cars made more money with its toys than it ever did in the box office. Like not even close. Yeah. I think that, that you have to think about that, right? I always think about the, the toy aspect of it and the licensing aspect of it. So
2: but, but then again, the the whole being mad about it, not coming to theaters is that's inconsequential it, because if, if they're, you know, if they're still getting the exposure that they need through another.
1: Play, I, that's Yeah. That's kind of what I was, what yeah. I was saying is, yeah, is that, you know, there's way more money to be made in that. So why are you mad about box office numbers? Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, and you know, at this point. It's I read an article about this just a couple days ago that like, you know, Disney Plus is only a couple of years in at this point and has become uh, you know, not Netflix but like pretty They're much rivaling
2: Netflix. Yeah, but
0: you you pretty much have it's it's become to a point where you kind of have to have a Disney Plus subscription, right? I mean, it's well, it's 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 like it's become up there with with Netflix in that it's it's a must subscribe to kind of thing, you know? Well, and, and that's and I, why they I have 120 million or whatever they have. So.
1: Yeah, because I mean, for me there's things like where You know, you would go to, let's say, Netflix for – is Seinfeld on Netflix now, I feel like?
0: I don't Uh, know. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is.
1: Okay, yeah. So, like, I would like to go watch the old episodes of Recess, right? And they Mm -hmm. exist on Disney+. Plus. So, their their back catalog for at least people that are into that stuff is, is huge as well. Yeah. So well, I'm, they came I'm in with
0: it. the deepest pa- catalog, I think. Right? Because like so many of these other streamers that are starting up came in with a catalog, but then they're having to acquire, you know, licenses. St- I mean, like look at Apple TV Plus, right? Like they started with almost nothing, and they still pretty much have almost nothing. But
1: yeah, like, but they have peanuts though.
0: Yeah, but is that For really me? Worth that's much? big. Really? Yeah,
1: like, to me it is.
2: Yeah, it's I'm, funny I'm because if you said man. that, you could say that sentence in another context, and or you. They have peanuts, meaning nothing. That's Only the license to that is is pretty
1: good.
0: All right, all right. Let's talk about restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk right. about restaurants?
1: <laughs> I don't, but I want to get to number five. So I just want you to oh, talk about restaurants. I, okay. You
0: know, I when I put number five on the list, I was like, I wonder if Damon's going to be into this one. I don't know why. <laughs> oh,
1: 100%. Yeah, me too. I, I had a whole discussion food. about this.
0: Yeah, okay. So uh, just really quickly here, uh, Flying Fish, which is a a lot of people really like Flying Fish. I've not been, though. Um, I don't know if either one of you guys have been, but I've not been. But I've heard it's I don't time. eat seafood. Yeah, well, I think they have stuff besides seafood at Flying Fish. I don't go to places
2: that <laughs> well, have I mean, seafood it, in the it, name. It, yeah, if the name's Flying Fish, it's probably like... It's second best stuff is right?
0: <laughs> yeah. well. I'm just looking at pictures too, right? The, the, and it's all seafood, right? So <laughs> yeah. But uh, then also, Turf Club is coming back at Saratoga Springs, which I've heard good things of Turf Club too. But again, have not been there. Uh, and then Gico, which I have been to, uh, is coming back as well. So a couple of the the last holdouts are are, are coming back uh, over the next. Couple weeks here. Uh, So, Turf Club is February 3rd. It looks like uh, January 27th for Flying Fish and then February 17th for Gico. So, what is that Uh, one thing from Gico? Sorry, go ahead.
2: Sorry, Cape May Cafe as well
0: oh they're gonna start serving breakfast again i think they were open but not serving breakfast oh i
2: okay got it so
0: okay they were just limited okay yeah 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 so uh, next door wait and then Alan compass is back and oh blueberry bacon pancakes that sounds delicious i want to know what this weird thing is that they have over at Jico. this uh thing that kind of looks like an apple you see what i'm talking about it's like split Mm up (sighs) yeah what is that (laughs) it's Uh oh okay it's a chocolate mousse pink peppercorn meringue oh, that all sounds good so listen uh you know again good things people things are starting to come back you know we we actually didn't talk about we didn't talk about the figment thing we didn't talk about the figment popcorn buckets I didn't put this on the list either do we want to talk about that I just realized I that. I mean y- like I I one hundred percent
2: want to talk about it
0: let's right, talk about let's it, it now then yeah yeah let's do it <laughs> like I I
1: guess. Right. So the, the gist of it, there's a few things going on here, right? We have the fact that these popcorn buckets, people are waiting in line for these figment popcorn buckets, right? There's that. They're limited editions. Then we have the prices going through the roof and what people are doing with them. There's, there's so much to unpack here. Look, my whole thing is if you want to wait for it and it's a limited edition, like go ahead and wait for it. Like it is what it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the way I feel about that. You know, I think Disney should do a better job at, man, I mean, if, like I get this whole capitalism thing, I, I get it, right? But I don't know. I just feel like there should be
0: they got to stop the they got to stop the resellers is what you're saying. Yeah. Well,
1: you, you know, yeah, you know what it is really is that. It, look, you know, we saw pictures of people having tons of them, right? Maybe that was ten people in a line. Maybe that was that. I almost feel like it should be limited by party somehow, if possible. I I, I don't yeah, know. I like, just I. Like something, if they, if like,
2: they can catch wind of like, if there's 10 people and they're all together and you, you can, you know, kind of figure out like if if all of those people are buying two each, you know, it's not just for themselves, right? Like if there's because the, you, yeah. you can tell that they're skirting the, the two per customer. And,
1: and, and you know limit. what it should be? I, I mean, look, I, I get people have more than one kid, but it should just be one. Forget about two. It's just you get yeah. one. Look, because I have three kids, so what does two really do for me? I can't give one to each kid anyway. I, it, it should just be one. I think if it was one, it would change a lot of things. Just you get one. That's it. That's all you get.
0: I, I did then, read that when they catch people doing this, that are pass holders, that they have been uh, revoking pass holders and trespass. Yeah, people. but it's so difficult like, to actually it is. figure it out. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. Like,
2: so, like especially when there's like a five hour wait or for, for then, the bucket, t- today.
0: Right?
2: Like <laughs> they don't want yeah, to I mean, sit today, there. And which
1: look at is, that. is Which is Sunday that we're recording it. It seems like because of the weather, there's not a lot of people there. Look, I think it's really cool. I I do. I looked at it. I thought it was cool. I I think the, you know, but I don't know what I'm doing with it. That's the first thing. I mean, I guess you could kind of, you know, put it in a room and this, but then if that's the case and you only need one. Would you
0: buy that design if it was, like, a statue or something? You know what I mean? Like, if it was something more, like, displayable, I guess? Yes.
1: Yes. A popcorn bucket for me is just – it's tough. It's like – it's like cups, right? It's like – it's like almost like mugs, too. Like, we have this mug that we got on the cruise that my wife loves, right? Which they don't sell anymore. Not that it was limited edition, but it was still probably just a yearly cycle mug, right? And if it breaks, it's it's over and done with. Yes, I would rather have stuff that I can just put somewhere and just go, okay, right? Like, yeah. I can see it. I don't have to use it. But popcorn buckets are too cheap for that, I feel like. They're just – I don't know. I would never personally want to disple- – even though that one looks awesome, displaying a popcorn bucket, not my jam. And there's just so many of them. Which ones would you display anyway? And they're so big that you can't, like, if they were the size of a thimble and you had, like, limited edition stuff, like, okay, you can put it, like, in a shadow box. But if you have 10 popcorn buckets that you love, like, unless you have soffits in your kitchen, like, that's kind of tough to display them.
2: Yeah, Yeah, we we have a shelf that we put ours on, but it's the same. You're right. It's the same thing. We haven't hit that point yet where it's there's too many of them because we're not, like. We're not being obsessive like every single one. It, it's picking and choosing the ones that yeah. we like. But yeah, you're right. It, there is definitely that problem when you hit that point of, well, what do I do with this? Uh, you know, and and it's not it's not something that's easily um, convertible into another form of displaying it.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. So I, I mean, yeah. I, I will say though, I think that's the coolest popcorn bucket that that I've seen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would. I would agree. I, I think they just did it
1: really wonder. good. Like it looks awesome. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, yeah they I'm, knocked it out of the park with the design. Honestly, absolutely. like, and they could use that design for other things. I feel like and still sell a lot of them, right? So, what were you going to say, Trevor? Sorry, I, I, I was going to say, you know, I the way we've always approached
2: popcorn buckets is, you know, if if we happen to be there and get one, great. But this one, I'm actually going out of my way to see if I can get one outside of, uh, um, or because of the fact that I'm not going to be there in February anyway, like I, I still want to get one of these.
0: <laughs> well, put out, we're, we'll, we're putting out the, the figment I, signal then instead of the bad signal then. And uh, I'm sure there's going to be a listener there sometime in the next couple of weeks could hook you up. I'm, you know. Yeah, actually I,
2: I I've, I, I did throw that out uh... Um, I did throw that out in the group already, so um, it's tough yeah. though, man. It's like give one to Trevor or get eight hundred dollars.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, right. Well, yeah. you know, I think our our, our buddy Charles uh, had actually posted in the group before he went, asking if I wanted one, but I didn't see it until after I, he already went, and I I couldn't stop laughing. By the way, at his picture of Figment in a seatbelt in his backseat on the way that home. That one I was had. better than the one in the park, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah that, that was movie. that was so cute. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> But um. But yeah. Like I. You know. If anybody's there and and wants to. You know. Grab one for Trevor. You know. I. I. I would love one too. But again. I, but like they're going for crazy amounts on. EBay. Yeah.
1: I would. I would take one too at retail. Like
0: so, I,
1: I would. Yeah. Retail only. That was the way I looked.
0: Yeah.
2: At it. The and and so I am. I, like I said, because I put it out, I'm already having a couple side conversations. So don't everybody go running off trying to find one for me. I'm sorting that out already
0: yeah ask us first before yeah. you do it in case, yeah. in case we get multiple offers <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah i
2: would feel bad if you went and like like i don't want anybody to stand in line for a, a ridiculous amount of time to get one of these things if you did i would feel bad yeah and that's that's not what i want like i don't want it that bad
0: <laughs> yeah well that's that's what i said like i love figment and i love this popcorn bucket but i don't 270 dollars love it right like you yeah. know that's what Dude, one of the 270
2: is seen. cheap
0: Compared to some of the ones I I found, yeah. One was up to a 1000 I saw yesterday. like
1: it's crazy.
2: After conversion to Canadian, it might be $270 for me to get one shipped up here, but we'll see.
0: I mean, it's a $25. (laughs) It's funny because I was looking at it and I was like, oh, what is Disney actually selling this for? And I was like, oh, $25. That actually feels really reasonable. But even by Disney standards. That's a pretty
2: (laughs) standard popcorn bucket, actually. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean the popcorn they were selling with it looked good too. And although I saw that they ran out of the popcorn, and they're now giving uh figment sporks. Uh, did you see the figment sporks, Damon? <laughs> no. Where are these? Plastic or metal? I think they're plastic, but mm. yeah, I, I somebody put it on the Facebook page, and then I saw that they're handing them out now. But yeah, they've got figment uh themed sporks oh those are only going for 25 bucks on uh on, on ebay so oh i take
1: a spork if it if someone got one <laughs> let me know
0: Can't, yeah it's it, does it it's,
1: feel like they're setting up for something with figment i don't know
0: i i mean i th- i feel like figment's always a kind was, of uh the official mascot of the the arts right the yeah. arts festival yeah
2: yeah i mean he's he's all over the signage for festival of the arts so yeah i i feel like it this happens every time this year that they push figment. But yeah, I, I do wish that we would be getting something bigger too.
0: You mean like them bringing back the original version of the ride
2: (laughs) or a show? Yeah. I don't really care about that (laughs) as much as I would
0: care
1: about a show, to be honest with you.
0: You want, so you want like an animated show. We can't talk about it because it's... A yeah. that's a weightless <laughs> yeah. yeah, episode. Yeah. Let's,
1: that's let's, let's talk about gingerbread houses, though. Yeah, let's
0: let's come back to that later. All
2: right.
1: <laughs> <Our, our laughs> gingerbread houses. So there was an interesting article on the Disney Parks page about how they recycle the gingerbread houses. Right? Tom has the link here. Wow, this is a, another long one by Tom. So let's look at it. So um, it, it's pretty much Disney being Disney in terms of what they do with their environmental stuff so what they actually do with these gingerbread dis- displays is they take them out to a spot at disney and they let the bees get to them right so let's see they bring them to the disney tree farm oh i don't even know where that is where's the tree farm
0: it's i mean somewhere on the giant piece of property that is disney world <laughs> they have a huge tree farm where they grow like all the trees that are on property and like you know all sorts okay. of different things yeah
1: so but, they um, let the bees yeah. collect the sugar Th- this is awesome yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm so happy that they went out of their way to kind of put this out there uh, in terms of, you know, telling us what they do with them. I, I don't know. I think this is like that classic Disney feel good story, which I like. It makes me mm-hmm. like Disney
0: the funny thing is they've been doing it for 10 years and I don't think any, they've never said anything yeah. about it. Right. And like, so they, 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 they take the actual gingerbread pieces and they compost those. So like the actual gingerbread is composted and then they bring the wood structure out to the tree farm and then the, the wood structure is covered in the royal icing. And so that's what the bees eat. So they let the bees eat that like all winter, basically, because bees apparently, uh, it's it's harder for them to get food during the winter, even in Florida. And so they fill them up with the, the sugar. And then, you know, it helps, helps the bee population. Of course, it helps the tree farm too, right? It helps anything that needs to be pollinated, I guess, right? So... It's and it's and then they reuse the wooden pieces. They power wash them and they put them in storage till next year. Which so they, I mean, I've always wondered what they do with all that, but I love the fact that they recycle the entire thing. They compost it and then they give it to the wildlife. It's awesome. Yeah,
2: no, and, I think That's great. And, and you know, the, the thing is, is yeah, it's it's great that they've been doing it. And you know, something like the the gingerbread house in the Grand Floridian. Uh, it's it's stupid that that people automatically go here, but you know they they look and they go, wow, that thing's huge. Oh, you know that's such a waste. You know, you know they're going to, you know they they spent all that time and all those resources on making this gingerbread house, and it's not like they're good. Everyone assumes it's like, well, you should give that away to people, like you know, you know you should, you know, people should get to eat the gingerbread house. But this is actually far better because I think of, there's
1: too much glue and stuff in that gingerbread house. I can't imagine that it's all natural, is it?
2: I don't know. <laughs> I, well, I, I know a lot of it is done with the royal icing because mm-hmm. I mean, yep. traditionally that's how you do a gingerbread house. But yeah, it's, but it's funny because, you know, people automatically assume that, you know, it's wasteful if they don't, if you, they don't see somebody getting fed with it. But the truth of the matter is, is yeah, you know, the bee population benefits from it. And like you said, it, it it's this whole cyclical thing where they they actually don't have to go out either like because you know the, the byproducts of that is honey and you know you know growing trees and not having to them not having to go outside of where they are to sustain yeah. this, right? Like like it's like you said, it's it's very much that Disney story of, you know, they are trying to become a, a company that is um as close to self-sustaining as possible. Yeah. And you know, people don't realize that, that that requires being a little more creative than just, you know, oh, I, you know, I recycle all the forks at the end of the day, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I, I think, you know, good. Sorry, Dave. What were you gonna no,
2: say? no. Go ahead, Tom.
0: Yeah. I was just going to say it's, you know, they do a lot of this stuff that they don't even actually talk about. Right. So, like, all the wastewater that, that comes from Disney World, which is a lot of wastewater, right? Like, they recycle all that and use it to water all the plants and all of the landscaping. Right. They. So, like and and they also take all the cooking oil they have a processing facility on on property too where they take all the cooking oil and they and they make it into fuel for the buses so like there's a lot of stuff that they do that people don't even realize like and it's just something they do to be i guess a you know environmentally friendly company and and try to do things as as good as they can i mean if you look at like their at disney cruise line disney cruise line i think is like one of the only cruise lines that actually has like a really good environmental rating like they are even careful with the cruise line too. So, you know, I, seeing this kind of stuff, uh, it makes me happy. I think it's, it's, it's cool. And I just find it fascinating. Like I, just, I saw this we, video and I was fascinated by it. You know,
1: I, I was as well. Cause you know, one of the things that, you know, we wanted to do was keep bees, but my, my daughter is just so scared of bees <laughs> that I kind of had a table that. So, you know, I learned a lot about bees. I went to a bunch of classes, um, in our town cause we have a lot of beekeepers in our town and I was all ready to start it up. And then my daughter's like, yeah, no, like she just couldn't do <laughs> it. <just> so <laughs> yeah. So I, I know a lot about bees. I'm always excited by stuff with bees, but we just, we just couldn't do it. Unfortunately. You
2: no, know, we, yes. uh, we have bee farms near. So I, I live on the edge of the city. Um, and so the, there's a couple of bee farms just outside the city and we love it because, you know, we, we get them in our yard and, you know, they come and pollinate off of some of the, the, the trees or they pollinate the trees that we have and everything. And, but, um, you know, I, I think the thing is, is that, you know, I, I love bees, but then you also get wasps coming some, or at least around here you get wasps and wasps are jerks. And the biggest problem <laughs> is that you don't know, you don't know what like you don't always immediately realize, like, oh, that's a bee or that's a wasp, right? Like, yeah, I, I think yeah. that's the bigger problem. Is you know, if if I if I realize it's a bee, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, he's just going about his business, whatever but then when it's a wasp, I'm, i I go into like, okay, you're, you're in my space and, and I'm going to deal with you very quickly.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, get, I get that. I, I'm not a huge fan of bees. Like it's, I, I don't mind pretty much any insect bees. I don't love. So I don't want to go anywhere near where this is happening, but I like looking at it from afar. Um, and also I can't get the image out of my head now of Damon in a beekeeper outfit. I, you know, that's just, <laughs> Damon, <laughs> that would, would you great. go full beekeeper outfit
1: or would it be like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Again, like I, I went to a bunch of class. like i was like real close but then my daughter was just like i could tell that it wasn't going to be a good thing if we had bees in our yard like i could just tell it was right. going to be a problem so a i decided to not press that point no reason exactly that's yeah. kind of what it was so we so again so what we're going to do is we are going to start doing succulents like you know those mm-hmm. high-end succulents and things like that so i didn't realize that there's such, you know, succulents are interesting, because I kind of thought that they were like this, you know, everyone has the same succulents, and they just are what they are. But there's like some rare ones and some high end ones. And it seems like it's kind of an interesting hobby to do something along those lines, you know, you get a succulent, try to, you know, grow your own from the leaves. Of the, so that's what we're going to do instead of bees.
0: Is that the new hobby you were teasing on the Facebook yeah,
1: page? Yeah, so I think that's going to be the new hobby um, that we end up doing. I'm actually trying to find a table right now to put them on because I realized that I didn't have a great spot in the house for them currently. So we're going to do that and then start with some of the easier, cheaper ones, now, obviously, right, to get started. No one wants to buy a $150 succulent and have it die in four days. So we're going to start easy and kind of see how it goes.
0: I, I did succulents a succulents
2: uh... were generally pretty...
0: Resilient. Forgiving. Yeah, forgiving, yeah. I think. So right? yeah.
1: yep, a lot of them can be. And then there's some other ones that are a little bit more difficult. And again, part of the succulent thing is being able to kind of branch off and get no new plants out of cuttings. So there, there's all sorts of stuff. I also would really like to do um a larger jade tree. So there's a lot of interesting stuff there. I'm kind of excited to do something that's a little bit different,
0: yeah.
2: That'll be you know, maybe cool. Maybe I'll have to uh try and come in May because Flower and Garden will be going on. You can get some ideas from Disney.
0: Yeah. There you go, yeah. There you go. I uh I, I don't want to say it's a new hobby I started, but one of the things I got for Christmas was uh and maybe you guys know what I'm talking about when I explain this, but it's a um it's like a wooden like machine that you build. Um, oh, I got one for my daughter. She got the yeah. um,
1: like a marble oh, gosh. machine, she, or something. she got the music box.
0: Okay, yeah. So I got a, one is called Marble Parkour. Oh, yeah, I
2: got her. That's fine. That one.
0: Yeah, you got that one Trevor? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: I actually got it last year for Christmas, and it's been sitting on my shelf, and I've been meaning to sit down and put it together.
0: <laughs> I mean, oh, it was, dude, it was a lot of fun. Uh, because it, it was, it's like different than, you know, it's different than Legos, obviously, because it's like mm-hmm. flat you know, wooden pieces and it brings its different challenges. Cause like, you know, you're connecting everything just by like basically snapping boards together. And, uh, you know, there's a couple metal pieces here and there, but for the most part, it's wood, wood on wood, you know, and, and it's like a, so for those that haven't seen this, if you Google marble parkour, it's like a, Oh, man, I almost you know I kind of bring it back to connects when I was a kid, and it was a big ball factory. It was like a it's yeah. like takes these little marbles through these different uh, sections, and there's like little runs for the marble to go down, and then it's there's a big wheel that brings it back up, and you just turn it. It's like a hand crank. It's very cool. It, yeah. yeah, it's
2: it's a marble machine. It's yeah, it yeah,
0: yeah, so, and they have a bunch I, of different I, kinds. Yeah.
1: So the reason I didn't get that one was is that it was annoying to me that you had to crank it.
2: I have,
1: I, <laughs> yeah. I love those, like the, you know, whatever they're called, like with the hills and then they go down. I've got one for myself for Christmas, not this year, but last year, because I could just sit there and watch them forever. Like I oh, had yeah. the penguin one, I think growing up, but I have a car one now, but I love that thing. But I just was like, yeah, I don't want to crank that. Like, I just want it to work by itself. I well, want to put batteries
2: in it. Well, you know, the, the next step of that is you, you, you can do some like connects or Lego modification stuff, but you can actually like, you can. Attach Get something motors. to the hand crank so that it is motorized. Yeah.
0: I think this wood, the this wood company does ones that are motorized too, though. Like certain ones of their models are motorized, or you can buy a motor to uh, to put on it. But, mm-hmm. um, but I would think a motor after, over time would probably ruin it because I mean a lot of the stuff that's turning is like wood on wood, right? Like you have to you have to put like wax around it so like it doesn't wear down. But of course, the wax is going to wear down eventually, and then you're just gonna start they're not wood. Yeah, yeah, they're not
1: that expensive that like, yeah, I, like I said, we did yeah. that. We got the music box one for my daughter.
0: Yeah, those are cool. I just it was something new I wanted to try. And I suggested it to my yeah. wife as a thing to get me because I kept seeing ads for them. And I was like, oh, this looks kind of fun. So <laughs> Facebook anyway. marketing at its best. It does work sometimes. It does. <laughs> it, it works really well
2: sometimes. So, And if you want to go or I, I don't know if you've ever seen there's there's a YouTube channel called uh, Jelly's Marble Runs. That's the I have
0: the, I've seen some of those, yeah.
2: That's the more Wait, is extreme. Is that the one that came on the beach? Uh so yeah, he he does the marble racing, but then he'll also do like like he'll do those marble machines, but it will have like like 20,000 marbles in it or something like that. Like it it's like crazy the scale of what he does. <laughs>
0: that's yeah, that just seems like a lot of work.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well yeah, we like, watched the, like Yeah. There's like an entire room dedicated to just a, a marble marble run
0: (laughs) i've watched some of those videos and i'm like if i ever tried to do this my wife would kill me like (laughs) because it's like takes up their whole house it's going through every room of the house and it's just Mm -hmm. it just seems like a big inconvenience to get that video but i mean you know if they do they are cool they're fun to watch but kind of like what you're saying damon i almost wanted something that i could like put on my desk that if like i needed like a, a, a couple minutes of like break from work, I could just, you know, do a stupid thing like that and be mesmerized by it for a few minutes and then just go back to focusing, you know, almost like a fidget toy, but not really, you know what I mean?
2: All right. So, uh, so, so going on with little collectible things, I guess I put this <laughs> on
0: here just for you, Trevor, I put it on here just for you. Cause I know yeah. you liked your press pennies. So,
2: well, so yeah, yeah. Walt Disney world. Um, they, they have the 50th anniversary celebration, uh, press pennies, which, I'm actually surprised because they've been pushing those medallions for a little bit. Well, they I have those the press pennies were kind of done. Yeah.
0: They have those two though. Like if you click on the link, yeah. they're doing medallions and the pennies.
2: Right. So they're which, doing both. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I get the feeling that, uh, that as time goes on, you're going to see maybe less and less press pennies, which, you know, makes me kind of sad. But at the same time, I'm not, uh, or we have a fairly large collection of press pennies already, so it it's not that that we're missing out on anything. The only problem I have with this is that they're again they're, they're not doing the old school machines as much.
0: I was going to ask you about that because it, is there a certain thing to the press penny of doing the crank and like you know. Making it it because these new machines and that's what's part of what they're advertising here. So first of all, they have the Fab Fifty character collection, and then uh, of these, you know, press pennies. But the new machines they have are are, are digital, and you don't have to bring any coins with you. And there, there's a they they make it, they actually say that the penny is um, an uncirculated penny that is you know just like a brand new it, penny that it, they have built in there. Yeah,
2: it's most likely just like a copper disc. Even they they may not be yeah. using. Pennies Actual necessarily. Pennies, yeah. yeah. Why,
0: why, why, would they need to? Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Which, you know, I, again, I get that it, like you get a more, a more pristine thing, but I get, I guess for us, like, like it started as a, you know, you know, you, you had some change and. And you saw it getting made, right? Like you, you saw it, like the, they have the little machine in there. It wasn't even so much like the hand crank ones are great, but they, they're annoying after you do like your second or third one. Cause they take way too long. <laughs> but, but the ones that at least, you know, where you can watch, like, you know, the, the penny drops into the machine and you can watch it go through the press and then you get it, you know, it, you get it right away. And you know that it was your penny, like, like it, I don't know, it, it feels weirdly a little more personal. Whereas you, it, you did it, yeah, yeah. Whereas this, like again, you know, because they're just like you know firing these things out of uh, you know, like you said, a digital machine where it's like they have got a bunch of preloaded loaded, um, disc. Like, like I said, I I wouldn't even assume that they're using actual pennies at this point because they could probably, um, you know, source unminted metal cheaper than uh, than you know, buying actual pennies from the mint. Right. Maybe. I don't know. And then there's the whole thing about, um, you know, you know, after certain years, um, you know, some pennies, they, they have more nickel in them than, than copper. So like you get the metal stretches in different ways and you'll get like streaks of silver through it and stuff like that. It's like, I, I get that. That it's you know it it makes for a nicer collectible, but it's not as personal. I guess is my objection to it.
0: (laughs) Well, well, they they did note on here that you know they actually did put a thing in here that says if you if you still where is it Um, if you still like the uh, old way to do it, then they're 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 keeping some of the old machines. So, right? uh, Where did it say that? Oh my god! But
2: uh, but I feel over time they're going to.
0: Oh, yeah, if I feel like that's going hang- to disappear
2: yeah. because, because change is not a thing anymore either. Like we don't, yeah, we, we don't really use cash for anything anymore, especially in the parks. So like, when am I going to have coins to do this anyway? Like, I, again, I get it. Yeah. I get why it's going this way. It just, it makes me a little sad. And then, and then, yeah, you know, you know, them flipping over to the medallions, it's the same kind of thing. Like it, it feels like, you know, they're, they're selling this collectible, but it doesn't, it doesn't have any. It doesn't have any um, personality behind it, I guess, okay. is the best way to say
0: it. Yeah, so I, I found the line. So if you still love the hand cranking experience or love using your own pennies, don't worry. Select locations still have original machines for your penny pressing experience. So Yeah.
2: So,
0: Which, I mean, again, they still that, ha- yeah, we
2: still have. The, it, but so. then, it, then it's not like finding them all over the park. It's you have to go to like some... It'd be like some back corner and like Pecos bills or something like that.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't actually know this and I don't know if this is a new thing, but they actually mentioned it here that you can find the coin press machines in the, uh, my Disney experience app, which I, I did not realize that that was, that was possible. I didn't know that they were listed. Um, I mean, it
2: makes sense because that's pretty much replaced the old, uh, paper maps. The old park
0: maps yeah. 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 And, the, and
2: the, cause they used to, they used to sell, uh, or you could get press penny maps. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, are are you, so are you not interested in doing, using the new machines? Are you still, it's still a, a collectible for you that you want? Well, so
2: it, it's not even so much for me. It's it's my wife at this point that collects them. Yeah. And, um, you know, the last time we were there, you know, she saw some of the digital machines and she was just, she was like, no, because I mean, one, she did actually, she, she went out of her way to hold on to some change to go and do the, you know, her own press pennies. And so she was more interested in finding the old machines and that was fine. But, you know, we did talk about it and we realized that, you know, eventually, you know, it's going to be that those machines don't exist anymore. And I don't know if she's going to continue collecting it or if she's going to find something else, because, you know, I I think like everybody, you know, we, we do have our things that like, like everyone has something that they go after when they're down there, whether it's mugs or, you know popcorn buckets or pennies pins, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um I I I think we may be looking for something new to go after on our next trip, but we'll have to wait and see what what strikes our fancy when we're down there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I get that. It's it's funny you say that cuz I uh we we collected pins for a little while, you know, we we were Uh, trying to get pins at the parks and doing pin trading and all that. And then we like lost our pins. We couldn't find them. Like they just Mm -hmm. disappeared one day. Probably after a trip, we unpacked and we just put them, you know, in a place and we just didn't know where they were. But over, over the, uh, the time I took off during the holidays, I was, you know, decided to do some, you know, spring cleaning, so to speak, and, uh, was cleaning up my bedroom closet. And lo and behold, they were, there they were. They were behind something, but, uh, we found all of our, our pins again so now it's like oh okay we can do pin trading again we'll get back into it because we just lost them you know and we just hadn't even thought about it uh but um but yeah now we'll now we'll get back into it again i've got we've got some cool pins too i'm not like buy them buy them online though kind of person like i know a lot of people will buy the some of them online but i mean online is also like filled with counterfeits so yeah yeah, you got to be careful and you got to know what to look for so um But yeah, I don't know. I've never, I don't think I've ever actually done a press penny. I mean, maybe when I was a kid, but like, I haven't done one recently, but I I do think they're cool though. I do think they're cool. I just don't know what I would do with them.
2: Yeah. For us, it was actually like the the whole thing started because, um, um, it, it was actually our very first trip to Disneyland together because my wife had never been to Disneyland until, um, we were, um, we were finishing up high school and she actually came with my family because she she had never been prior with her family. And she didn't she didn't know what it was all about. Like like, you know, we were trying to explain Disney to her and she didn't really get it because I mean, like most people that have never been to Disney. Um, but then yeah, when we got there, um, you know, you know, she was she was like in love with it. Like we we got like halfway down Main Street and she like you could just She was into it at that point. But then it was like she saw her first press penny machine and she, you know, she popped a couple of quarters in and did it. And it turned into like, she was like, I have, you know, there's, there's more of these, you know, I, I have to, I have to collect these. And it and it became, <laughs> it became a thing like every trip we would go in and she would fill books of these. Like she just loved finding all the different pennies and collecting them. And it, and it became, it became like a game for her. I guess, is the thing, like, because it's, uh, and I think that's where the problem comes in with the digital ones is that, you know, they're, they're not, those machines are not as hidden necessarily. Like you don't have, like there, it's just like a big, you know, big square box and it's like, Hey, put in your credit card, get a, you know, get a penny kind of thing. Whereas um, I think a lot of the draw of the old ones where they were spread everywhere around the park is it's like they were small enough that you know, you could miss them. Like you, you could come out of a ride and walk through, through uh walk through the, the gift shop and you could walk right by it and not even notice. So, so it became for her, I guess, kind of like a, a scavenger hunt thing. And yeah, that that's going away now, but, but you know, it's the same thing like, you know, hunting for pins and stuff. Is it like, I think that's where the draw that some of these collectibles come in is not just like walking to, the, the gift shop, oh, you know, they've got, you know, like 500 mugs or they've got this thing, right? It, it's like that you 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 have to go to different places in the park yeah. to find it. And it's not necessarily that you have to get them all, but, you know, there's just a, like that little bit of satisfaction having that scavenger hunt.
0: Yeah. And, and I, you know, this is I, going back to the popcorn bucket thing, to the, to the figment popcorn bucket thing. I do think it's a little weird that Disney has decided to, and they've done this with a couple things with the 50th anniversary where they're just selling these items that they know are going to be super hot at one place. Like, you know what I mean? Why put it at one central place? That's going to get an eight hour line when you could put them like all over the park and, you know sell them in different places like i i don't know it's confusing to me and i for the life of me i can't figure out why maybe it's just easier for them operationally or something i don't know but i am a little surprised actually that the figment popcorn buckets haven't sold out already i kind of thought they'd be gone (laughs) like you know um but that was something i meant to mention before but uh yeah i i don't know like there's these interesting things that you can like you know, hunt around for in the parks, but it's, uh, you know, it's, it's just changing a little bit, but I, from what I've seen, these press penny machines are not going to have like all the designs in each machine. So you still have to like, if there's a certain design you want, I think you need to still like kind of hunt for it. Right. Cause it's not, it's each machine doesn't have like every single design. It's got like 10 designs in it, you know? So I think,
2: I think, like I said, the, the biggest thing is I think Disney needs to work a little on blending those things in with their surroundings a little better because like I said, at least when we were there, I I don't know what the, the, the new machines look like, but, but yeah, the, the ones that we saw, it was these big white ugly boxes and yeah, that's, that's not fun, but especially when like, like all the press penny machines, they were all well themed. It's kind of the same thing, honestly, as uh, the trash cans where, you know, you know, you can, you can find a different trash can every area and and their their theme properly but yeah they, they need to do a little bit of work on the the new press pennies before i'm sold and same thing with the medallions
0: yeah the medallions don't really do anything for me you know i mean i i see the appeal of the press pennies like because it's like a an older like kind of thing that's been around for a long time and there's just a certain cool look to it right like yeah i, I don't know the medallions are Okay. Whatever. I'm not, I'm not that. In- <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Anything else about pennies?
2: No? Nope. Okay. When we talk, uh, speaking of flower and garden festival, oh, uh, man, another good transition for me. You're so yeah, good at this. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. So the, the garden rocks concert series has been announced for, um, flower and garden festival starting in March. Um, they actually have the list of all the the different bands that are going to be playing there. Which, I guess, how many of these? I know a few of these, but I don't. <laughs> so, I <laughs> how mean, many do you know?
0: Okay, I mean, I, I we obviously Cool in the Gang, and uh, you know, no Cool yeah. in the Gang. Rick Springfield. Okay, there's Pointer Sisters. Yeah, they, yeah, I know them. Uh, Starship, Starship. Starship yeah. yeah, right. We got Starship in there um commodores really mm-hmm. okay uh flock a flock of seagulls, seagulls? really yeah. they're still around
2: <laughs> obviously yeah. uh plain white I'm tees shocked. as well i'm
0: a little yeah. shocked by this uh yeah i i have a question though like as a band do you feel like you've hit a kind of low if your gig is at the? <laughs> if, your if gig you're playing is at disney that the... world i mean I, if i were a band i'd be super pumped to do it right but like if you at one point in your career, we're playing like arenas and now you're playing at Epcot. Does it feel like you've, especially play, you know, like playing white Tees were big for like a hot second, right? Like they were a legit band and now they're playing Epcot for three days. <laughs> just, I'm not trying to say it's a bad thing. I'm just saying like, you know, do you feel like you've maybe uh, not, you're not as popular as you used to be? <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, it's, I know what you're saying is, you know, it's, it's different than having a packed stadium where it's, you know, people in a theme park wandering by <laughs> is yeah, exactly, you know, probably not, not as great. But I mean, I don't know. Every, every time I've ever seen the, these bands on stage, you know, you know, I, I guess to be fair, there, there's a lot of people that, and actually, I, I you know, I, I actually have a cousin who uh, has a band and he's, he's played for 20 years and, and he's done, he's done big festivals, but then he's also done, um, small, small venues like, like little pubs and stuff like that. And because of the fact that, um, he's, he just wants to play and he just wants to, do his music and everything. So, I, you know, I, I guess I wouldn't look at it that way necessarily as, you know, that this is not a, you know, th- that, you <laughs> yeah. know, pe- people doing these game. shows. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It shouldn't be looked at that way. You know, th- you know, the fact that, that, that they're trying to celebrate music and there's, you know, they've, they've got a bunch of bands that, you know, you know, people know and, and yeah, yeah, you know, we'll sure. come to see like, like, you know, obviously we, we know some of these, and, you know, you, you would you would probably stop to to watch them if you happen to be at the parks on these days. It, I mean, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah I, I, I'm just, you know, I'm looking at to uh, some of these are kind of funny because they're like. Like Tommy DiCarlo, singer of the band Boston. We don't get Boston, but we get the singer of Boston. You, right? like, you get you get the front man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or this guy that was on tour with Billy Joel, or, you know, just because of his proximity to Billy Joel, or the orchestra starring former members of ELO. Like, so they're throwing in some, you know, some uh, ones that, you know, I, I feel like Simple Plan was a thing for a while. I, f- I seem to remember that yeah so wait, i mean simple they, plan it, on here did i miss them? yeah simple plan yeah they're, they're not yeah they're oh. June in june yeah right at the end
2: there hmm.
0: yeah other oh, other oh, canadian i didn't know that i just googled yeah. them
2: <laughs> i was going i was like wait simple plan really <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's really funny yeah. um but yeah i mean like they've got some legitimate bands on here so although it's funny because if you look at this article the first comment is what will this cost assuming based on other changes that it will no longer be included in park commission like come on people like <laughs> just why is everybody just getting like all negative about the stuff it's in that theater. You couldn't even charge for it. If you wanted to, you could charge for it by doing the dining package, but you could just stand in the, in the vicinity of the stage and hear it.
2: You know, you, you can hear it from like two pavilions over.
0: Like, yeah. Like there's no way to make it <laughs> charge only, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so just man, like people are, people are too negative these days. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought this was an interesting list. I, I, you know, there's nobody I would really like go out of my way to see. I mean, like
2: I said, but but some of these, it's like if I happen to be there and actually uh, let's see the Of, <laughs> uh, of course, I, I just looked at when we're going to be there for the meetup, uh, you know, May 13th to 14th yeah I ambrosia with peter it. beckett i have no idea who that is
0: i have no idea who that is either
2: <laughs> but then yeah, is- oh we're missing flock of seagulls by a week that's oh, uh,
0: that's unf- i would go see flock of seagulls yeah that, that's too yeah
2: right like like that's the yeah. thing you know i i would have gone to see flock of seagulls
0: <laughs> how do i not know who ambrosia is? who's ambrosia this is i feel like um i feel like i maybe this is a uh, i'm too young you've
2: probably this. heard one of their songs before but you didn't know
0: who they were 1970 to 82 were the years that this band was active, so. (laughs) But they had five top 40 singles, so, I mean, you know what? I think I do maybe know of this band. You know, there's, like, some of these songs that you, like, you just know, but you don't know who sang them. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, you're just just a song that you know, but you don't really know who actually sings them. And then, I'm sure it's one of those, so. I'm sure there's some, some listeners that are yelling at us right now through their radios or phones or wherever they're listening to us. At, like about, you know, some big Ambrosia fans are. <laughs> yeah, I'm,
2: I, I'm looking for a video right now just to get a feel for what kind of music they do.
0: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, you know, this is, I'm glad that they're bringing this back and, you know, because this is like, I keep seeing all the people talking about like, oh, all these cuts and all these things like they're not they don't have the entertainment like they used to anymore. And it's like, but they they do, though, like they I mean, they're doing this kind of stuff still. And I mean, this is uh, this is a, a nice thing to, to to have back again is all of the uh, the Garden Rocks uh, concert series. So,
2: yeah. OK, so so just by the way, Ambrosia. Uh, so Baby Come Back, I guess is a song that they did. Oh, really? Yeah, or that's, I just found a video of them singing it. So,
0: were they doing it as a, uh, as a cover? I, it's, it? wait, wait, is that that? I,
2: I looked up Ambrosia and Peter Beckett and, and that okay. was the first thing that came up. So, all right. I think, I
0: think they originally
2: did the song. I, I'll have to look into it further, but.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> I feel bad if somebody's yelling at us right now, like, uh, you idiots, you know them. Um, but yeah, I don't. So, anyway, uh, so, other parts of uh festival, the uh the International uh, Flower and Garden Festival, they have announced the uh, full lineup of the markets. Mm-hmm. So, so we got a full lineup here, and you know, I don't know, do they have new ones this year? I don't see any ones that say new. Uh, no, uh, no, they look like they're all the pretty much the same. So you got the the farmers market in Germany, which. I'm always for a farmer's market in Germany. Cider house. I like cider. Uh, You know, I'll always go get some blossom. cider. I, I recall the citrus
2: blossom had some interesting stuff in previous years.
0: Yeah, I feel of- like they had too. Yeah. Farmer's feast. So, hearty dishes and savory sides from farm fish ingredients. So, that sounds interesting. I, You know, we'll, and we'll, listen, we'll go through the full menu when it comes out. Obviously, we just started the... Festival of the Arts, although the Festival of the Arts is very short lived, so <laughs> um, which, by the way, I, I know we we'll, we'll go through more of these. But sometimes I, I've been seeing people posting like the chalk art these that they do for the Festival of the Arts, and I don't understand how mm-hmm. anyone does chalk art that that's cool. That is that cool. Have you seen some of those?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's amazing. I I, I I was there once for Festival of the Arts, and yeah, it's it, I, I can't fathom chalk as a medium being you know, that I always think of like, you know,
0: chalk on a blackboard, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like I've done sidewalk chalk with my daughter before, and I have a hard enough time like writing my name in sidewalk chalk and making it look presentable. And these people are doing like, you know, full on pieces of art that are just going to be, you know, washed away. (laughs) So it's amazing. But, um, so other,
2: reenact that scene from Mary Poppins when it rains and Bert's, uh, (laughs) doing all the, or Kicking all the scu- sidewalk chalk
0: around. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so other ones we've got Epcot Sunshine Griddle that's near Test Track. So that's mm-hmm. uh breakfast stuff. It looks like. So that's that's interesting.
2: Yeah, I I got to circle back to a, a previous comment. We've got the uh, the Honey Bistro from the National. Oh, I like honey, honey Bistro. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to wonder. You know, you know, based on what we know now about how they recycle the uh, um, the gingerbread house, you know, how much of that honey is generated that goes back into uh, um, Mm -hmm. providing for a booth like
0: this. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if Disney makes their own honey. I've never, I mean, I just can't
2: imagine that that they wouldn't like if, if they have, if they have beehives that they're, they're providing to, I would expect that they would be getting honey out of them.
0: You think so? Right. Yeah, I don't know, but maybe they use the honey like not for guests, but for like you know the animals at the, at a uh, animal kingdom or something. I don't know. Yeah, but maybe they sure. do. I don't know. I don't know. It's because uh, this was a uh, you know to your point when I went on the behind the seeds tour years ago, mm-hmm. the guide that was taking us on the behind the seeds tour told us that while well, yes, some of the food that is grown on the you know behind the seeds tour is stuff that you eat around Epcot most of it's actually grown in like the farms that they have around uh, on property. Like, so you, you are eating some of it, but it's mostly for show when you're going through there. (laughs) So, you know, not to ruin the illusion for everybody, not to, to, well, I, I I could, sorry, the
2: land is not that big. I couldn't imagine that, that it has any (laughs) substantial impact on the amount of food that. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So, um, but anyway, uh, so Sunshine Griddle, uh, so I, I, like the idea of breakfast food all day, although I'm not an avocado fan and I'm not a shrimp and grit fan. So unless they have something besides the two things they listed, which hopefully they do, then I'm whatever about this. Um, and actually, you know, when we go for the meetup, I think the one park I actually really want to go to is probably Epcot. So, oh, really.
2: Yeah, because I was going to propose Magic Kingdom so we could ride Space Mountain.
0: Well, we can do that too. I mean, uh, okay. I, May- I have the pa- maybe I have can, pass. Maybe we can.
2: Maybe we can park hop.
0: So we'll make yeah. it happen. Yeah, we'll make it happen. Yeah. Um. So you know, I listen. I I was I had said uh on I think I said it on the Discord or maybe on the group that um if anybody wants you know I, I'm going to come in either Thursday or Friday, and you know the meetups not till Saturday. And truthfully, I don't have any plans between the time I get there and between the meetup, So you know, I was saying maybe we do a mini pre-meetup and we go ride Space Mountain together or we, you know, go to go to the uh Flower and Garden Festival. Either way, whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I, we'll, there'll be, we'll figure it out. Uh yeah, I mean, I'll,
2: I'll have the Saturday and the Sunday, and, you know, that's yeah. Yeah. that's plenty of time for us to to do to some stuff. <laughs> do yeah, do a couple of things.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll figure it out as we get closer. Yeah. Uh I mean, I just can't I can't say no to an Epcot festival, you know, like I just Especially food right. being involved, so um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Full flavor, flavorful kitchen. Uh, I, I don't remember that one from last year, but that's that looks that one looks good. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a French pavilion. The fleur de lys. Um, yeah, yeah. You said that in the in the right way, and I wasn't going to try it and screw it up. <laughs> uh fleur de lys. <laughs> What's I know. I okay. know fleur de lys. Yeah, yeah, okay. So uh, journey to Japan. Uh, so this one's Hanami, right? Yeah. Uh, so there's a Japan one, the Honey Bistro, as you mentioned, which is uh, you know food and beverages with honey in them. I think I ate there last time I went to Flower and Garden. Uh, and of course, there's a Mexico b- Mexico Pavilion, uh, yep. and you know has the the, the fun Mexican foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a Caribbean kind of one, uh, La Isla Fresca, Caribbean yeah, that, season desserts. That's that
2: good. I really like Caribbean food, so that would be that would be a good one.
0: yeah that's that's a good one lotus house which has been there before you know sink your teeth into authentic chinese eats so that sounds good uh we'll have to see what they have i'm excited for full menus of course Mm -hmm. uh uh let's see what we got here magnolia terrace so this one's an american adventure uh and then of course we have northern bloom in canada and it says discover palate pleasing fare from our great white north neighbor oh canada (laughs) How do you feel about I, that description? <laughs> I, I I don't. Yeah. What does that mean?
2: I don't as know. a Canadian, what does that mean?
0: <laughs> That's why I wanted to ask you because I don't know what that means. <laughs> Great white north neighbor. What does that mean? I mean, that,
2: that okay. can be a lot of things. Like yeah. it's I, I think the thing people don't realize is, you know, Canada is as much there. It's a melting pot of different cultures. So the Canadian food is not inherently a thing, but there's a lot of things that are
0: like regional, right? Like Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like they're they're depending on where you go, like like East Coast versus West Coast, you get very different food. Yeah. So, I, I wonder what they're going to be representing.
0: <laughs> I guess we'll have to we'll have to wait and find out, right? So, yeah. <laughs> uh, pineapple Promenade. I'm assuming there's going to be some sort of Dole Whip going on there. Tropical fruit fix from tart and tangy to the sweetest fruits and treats. A primavera that, Kitchen. That totally course, just
2: like... You could have just put Dole Whip in brackets yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Dole Whip Station. Yeah. Dole Whip Station. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe some variations on Dole Whip. Yeah. Uh, then we got, uh, of course, an Italian kitchen, which... It's funny because there's one particular blog that every year talks about how bad the Italian food is at all the festivals. And, you know, I've gone like to most of them and had some of the stuff there and it's always been really good. I don't, I don't know, but you know, the last time I went there, I got some ravioli there and I think I also got the fried risotto balls and they were delicious. I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't really think you can screw up Italian that badly, but <laughs> yeah but I enjoyed it. So I don't care if anybody else enjoys it. I enjoyed it. Um, tangerine cafe. Uh, so we got it's Morocco, of course, uh, you know, some, some cool Moroccan food and then Trowel and trellis has been there and this, that's all plant-based stuff. So, and then of course, random stuff at, uh, you know, refreshment outpost and refreshment port. So, yeah. And yeah, I know, I noticed,
2: okay, there must be a location just called funnel cake because, they, yeah, I love that. Listed... It's just called funnel cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funnel cake i we didn't we ran out of names like
0: <laughs> yeah yeah they could have come up with something fun for that like you know they, i'm sure there's something they could have said but Maybe. uh I, e-
2: even if the fun was in capital like oh, yeah like f-u-n
0: fun O cake <laughs> yeah right i like it yeah yeah i like it i actually Disney. saw some Send uh me some people, money for that idea <laughs> there you go yeah give give him some money uh, although uh every time you know if you try to submit ideas to to disney they send you an email back saying we don't take ideas you know leave us alone uh, <laughs> and then it shows up in the park a week later <laughs> yeah there you go exactly yeah but, um yeah but uh but yeah it's uh, you know we'll, well like i said we'll have full menus soon enough but i was gonna say i've seen some pictures of uh people taking some pictures of that one funnel cake that we talked about in the last episode with you know the full menus from the arts festival of mm-hmm. uh with the cherry ice cream on it or whatever it was remember that one yep yeah and it just looks amazing like it looks exactly like the picture which you know doesn't always happen right but it looks exactly like the picture and it looks really good all right. so that's uh that's all we got for this week i think uh it was yeah. it was a little bit of a light news week so you know i've told the people saying we'd go for an hour and a half uh take that i told you it's gonna be <laughs> short
2: <laughs> yeah yeah you know sometimes it's okay that it it is light and yeah yeah i i well, fully expect as we get back into it there you know Disney's going to announce more there and they did announce a bunch of stuff before the end of the year. That's going to be coming back here in the next couple of months too. Right. So yeah. yeah, we'll, we'll have chances to talk about shows and everything returning
0: to your point. Like I heard someone talking about like the stuff that they announced for the 50th was like not enough. Right. And I'm like, well, you don't announce everything at once. If you're doing an 18 month festival, you announce like things come online over the months like you need to keep it a celebration throughout the year you don't just do everything at once and have it be there for 18 months like that's just not how you do things so um yeah so i will have a lot more i'm sure so but again i mean remember when we first started weekly we we were trying to keep it to an hour so this is probably better anyway so so.
2: yeah it's you know yeah it's not bad that uh we, we get to cut it early and uh um Get, get a little bit of time back
0: <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. so so uh, time to wrap so, it up yeah wrap it up please
2: all right uh if you guys want to uh send us any emails comments share stories stuff like that make sure you guys reach out to us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com uh love hearing from you guys love love talking to you guys over email um additionally you can find us on facebook as welcome home podcast same thing we we have uh lots of chats going with uh, our listeners and, and, you know, you guys share your, your thoughts on the show, your, your opinions, um, you know, you share your own experiences, which you know helps us get better because, um, you know, we, we only know what we know and y- y- you know, it's, it's nice to have a different point of view on these things from time to time. So, uh, uh, keep doing that. And then, uh, also if you guys want to follow us on YouTube or Instagram, YouTube is welcome home podcast and Instagram is welcome home picks. Uh, when we do get back to the parks, as we were you know, talking about our May trip, you, you'll you be able to see things like live streams. If uh, if you miss them while they were going on, um, You know, we'll, we'll post pictures and, and stuff like that from the parks. So uh, make sure you guys are subscribed there so you don't miss any of that. And if uh, you decide you want to support the show, make sure you guys go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com. Uh, you know, always appreciative if you decide to pick up a t-shirt or a mug or something like that. Again, it, it all just goes back to helping us, um, do things for the show. Like we've done giveaways in the past. It helps us, um, you know, do, do some of the things, uh, like last year we did the, uh, the haunted, uh, river country shirt that actually, we weren't able to do that if it wasn't for the fact that people were helping us support the show because, uh, Yeah, we, sorry, we, these kinds of projects do cost money and, um, yeah, you know, your, your support for the show can can definitely help us do more fun things in the future. Um, same thing if, uh, if you would rather, um, support us through Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash welcome home pod. Um, you know, you know, any amount is greatly appreciated and, Um, if, uh, if you do support us through Patreon, there is exclusive merchandise there too. So if if you do see something there that you like, you know, that's a good reason to support Patreon and it'll also get you access to our discord server, which is a little bit more of a, uh, of a direct conversation, a little more, um, uh, a little more one-on-one I think than Facebook. So,
0: um,
2: yeah, if, if those things interest you, you know, please, by all means, uh, uh, help us out, and last but not least, if uh, you happen to be listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, um, leaving us a good rating helps. Um, it, it you know we like to see five stars. Tom particularly likes to see five stars. I do. I do. Um, you know, I'll accept four or three. You know, you know, I get not everyone wants to handle five
0: that, stars. Trevor. No, they if they want no, I'm, you want I, five too. I, I, But,
2: well, okay. But, you know, I I know some people are very reserved with their stars. You know, I respect that. So, um, (laughs) yeah, yeah, you know, if you want to hold back that star, that's fine. But, you know, you know, the the more ratings we can get, it helps more people see the show. So, um, you know, if if you'd like to help the the show um, get to more people, you know, please consider leaving us a review.
0: Yeah. And by the way, if anybody wants any information about the meetup that we're doing in May, uh, we, if you go to our page or our group and look under events, the event is listed there. We can see some details. Now, we don't have a lot of details yet because we don't know where we're going to do it yet. We're going to base that based on how many people uh, say that they're going to come. 'Cause we want to make yeah. sure that we have a big enough or small enough space, depending on how many people do come. We did have uh since the last episode and we talked about it, a couple more people had had RSVP to it, so that's good. And we have a lot of people that are interested, I think that are just not sure if they're gonna come yet or not. So um, so, you know, go check that out. Good, ahead, sorry, Trevor.
2: Yeah, I was I was gonna say I think we are gonna have to deadline that though, because Yeah, yeah. Um if we wanna make sure we get uh, a reservation where we want, um we're we haven't figured out a date yet, but, you know, just keep in mind, if, if you are interested in going, um, y- yeah, we, we are going to be announcing a deadline that you have to to confirm because, yeah, you know, we don't want to go and make a reservation and then uh, have a bunch of people not show up. So,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe you- April 1st, yeah, April yeah. 1st, let's say. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. That- is that going to leave us enough time? Because that's still within 60 know. days for reservations.
0: Yeah. Well, like, I don't know if we're going to. Yeah. Well, we'll have to figure it out.
2: We'll, we'll yeah, I think I think it might have to be sometime in March, like maybe middle of March that we have to um, deadline it. Know. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so keep an eye out for that. If you guys are interested in coming to the, to the meetup, um, you know, definitely can conf- confirm sooner than later, just so we can get uh, a good idea of headcount.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, And, of course, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any place you can find podcasts, you can find us. Just search for Welcome Home. Look for the one that says Disney and DVC. Just a reminder to our listeners, welcome home podcasts for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult a uh, DVC cast member or just a regular cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. Although we didn't really talk DVC today, did we? No. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Uh, Join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion, of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle,
1: signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the
0: DVC. We do a huddle when we hit a chair. How she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl. Eee-ee, look out, here comes my ball and chain.